Hello and welcome to Our Community is Able podcast. Our Community Able is Able podcast is about health and wellbeing topics for people with an intellectual disability. Carers, family members and the wider community are also welcome to listen in. Our Community is Able is brought to you by Grampians Community Health. We are here for you, your family and our community. It is also brought to you by the SPIDER project from West Vict Western Victoria Primary Health Network. SPIDER stands for Supporting People with an Intellectual Disability to Access Healthcare. The SPIDER project is trying to make access to healthcare services better for people with intellectual disabilities. I'm your host, Letitia Stevens. I'm a person of disability. I have a learning disorder, which means I have dyslexia, the disorder of words, and dyscalculia, the disorder of numbers. Although I prefer to identify with the term neurodivergent. Now, let's get into this week's episode. today with the lovely Kim. Kim is a occupational therapist and I'll hand over to you Kim so you can introduce yourself to our audience. Thank you Tish. So I'm Kim. Um, I'm an occupational therapist at the Horsham Hospital. I've been an occupational therapist or an OT you might hear it called for about five years now and I've worked in the hospital setting, I've worked in the community and I've worked in NDIS and aged care as well. The big like background you have as well too. I love that there's different groups of um, I probably our audience that that represents as well. Can you explain to me, Kim, what an occupational therapist is or does? Of course. So an occupational therapist is someone that supports people with their everyday activities. So you think about an occupation is anything you do that occupies your time or any activities you do throughout the day. So it might be something like supporting someone with some equipment in the shower so that they can have a shower, you know, as close to themselves as possible. Or it might be supporting someone to cook a meal. It might be um, finding ways to make shopping a little bit easier. So if someone has an injury or an illness or a disability, those everyday things can be impacted and we can support you by looking at equipment, by looking at doing things a little bit differently, um, you know, saving your energy for activities as well. And we also support people with their memory and their thinking skills too. Nice. I think um, we had a chat outside of this a while ago and the way that I helped me to process this was you help people move functionally well. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Function you know, and do the things that are meaningful to them in their day and important. I love that because that's that um, connection to joy as well and quality of life and, as you said, just simple things like being able to have a shower as well. How do we get you to that point? Exactly right. Nice. So how would somebody go about accessing an occupational therapist as well? Well, so there's a few different ways and it depends if you uh, ha might have some government funding already. So I know NDIS is something that's quite big at the moment and if you have an NDIS plan you may or may not already have funding to have an occupational therapist support you and the best way to find that out would be to talk to if you have a support coordinator or the local area coordinators as well which you can actually search online um, and find your local office and they can help you 
find someone. And if you're not on NDIS as well, or if you've got some public funding, you can always ask your local hospital as well, and they'll be able to point you in the right direction to let you know, you know, if you need a referral from someone else as well. And even your doctor, you can go to the doctor and um, say that you'd like to access occupational therapy, and they can send a referral off too. Awesome. We did have a previous episode on general practitioner plans. Would Do you know, Kim, if they'd fall under that as well? I believe they do. I'd have to double check and would be good to talk to your doctor about it, but I'm pretty sure that they can. Yeah. Awesome. So a big question that comes up around NDIS that's asked a lot in the community and something that a lot of participants on NDIS have to do is a thing called a functional assessment. Are you able to tell me what a functional assessment is? Absolutely. So it sounds like a lot of big words. Really what it is is looking at how you're going day to day with functioning, big word, but how you're managing those activities that you're doing every day. So it might look at how much support you might need with those activities. So, for example, if you um, maybe need a bit of a hand chopping vegetables because you, you might have some weakness in your hand or something like that, we would talk to you and maybe have a look at how you're going doing that activity. And then we would write up a bit of a report to say what level of support do you need um, and what kind of supports too, because sometimes it might be that you need someone else there with you just to give you a bit of a hand. Sometimes you might need someone to do certain parts of an activity for you. And sometimes you might be able to use some equipment as well. So we can think about that helping you to function every day too. Yeah, cool. Good to break that down too, because I think um, sometimes, as you said, it, the big words, it does sound like a the assessment. It sounds like it's a bit of a scary process, but it's actually there to help you to figure out what your needs are as well. Yeah, and normally it will be, you know, a bit of a conversation with you and maybe anyone else that's supporting you, like a loved one or family members. And also it might be looking at how you're doing a few of those activities too. So it might be, you know, going out with you in the community to see how you're managing with the shopping, that sort of thing. And so with the functional assessment at the end of it, what will happen is the occupational therapist will write up a bit of a report and this can be used not only to support people to get onto the NDIS initially, but it can also support you when you already have a plan, maybe looking at when you have a plan review coming up to help you get the support you need within that plan. So it's giving the people at NDIS a bit more of an idea about what your day looks like because a lot of the time they haven't met you, so it just helps give them an idea about how they can you know support you to meet your goals and and work towards those goals within your plan as well yeah that's so important too because um I think us as the people of disability need to be put at the forefront of that conversation and it comes back to what do we actually need to help us back to that function and thrive in a society and be able to do the things we want to do like may that be cooking so I think that's great and thank you for breaking that down for us question I suppose around are you able to talk, kind of tell us how different ways, a bit more specifically around how you're, you help people day to day as well with your job role? Yeah, of course. So um, in my role, a lot of what I do is seeing if we can get some equipment to help people day to day. So some really common things that we might 
help people to access the things like a shower chair. So, um, you know, showering can take a lot of energy and it can take a lot of balance as well. So giving someone a shower chair might help them to do that activity more comfortably and also, um, you know, might be more able to do it themselves as well. Whereas if they didn't have that chair, they might need some more support or, you know, someone to come in and help them. Something else that we do is we look at modifying the home. So if you maybe need changes to your home environment, like getting some rails, um, maybe getting a ramp as well, if you're, you know, having a bit of trouble with steps and that sort of thing. Even looking at modifying your kitchen if, you know, you're having trouble reaching shelves or bending down um, and thinking about equipment to it might even be things like a wheelchair to help people get from A to B or different walking aids as well, like a walker or that sort of thing. Physio, of course, is part of that as well, physiotherapy. And something else that we do a lot of might be looking at your daily schedule and helping you to, I guess, plan for the day, know what's happening in the day and um, help you see that step by step. So it might be making a bit of a visual schedule um, to help you say, okay, first I've got, I've got to have a shower, then I have breakfast, then I've got school or work. So, um, helping break down that planning a little bit too. Yeah, and even helping supporting carers too to understand maybe different ways of thinking that you might have and how best to support you with those day-to-day activities too. So I like the example of cooking we were talking about before, Tate. You know, there's easy cookbooks you can look at and you might even have some recipes that you can break down step-by-step to help make it that bit more easier and a bit less complicated. Yeah, that's great. And I think I love how you were talking about it's um, making things accessible in your home, but it's not only your physical environment, what's around you, but it's also how do you plan and how do your support workers support you to plan as well. So it all comes together and back to that, um, how can we best support people? And I think, yeah, OTs are pretty important or occupational and therapists are pretty important to help people thrive. Yeah, and something we like to do is look at someone's strengths too. You know, what are the things that really work for someone or, you know, what are the things that they enjoy and how can we use that to support you to do the other things in your day that you might be having a bit of trouble with or that, you know, aren't as exciting for us to do. Yeah, anything else you'd like to add, Kim? Yeah, I think I just want to say that with NDIS and the healthcare system, there can be a lot of really... I guess, big words and maybe scary words and um, maybe a lot of uh, words that are in, say, your NDIS plan that can be a little bit tricky to understand and feel free to ask questions and uh, know that we're here to support you to work on your goals. Um, That's really what we want to do when we want to see you, yeah, be able to do those things that are really meaningful to you. So, yeah, definitely ask questions and um, know that you're not alone if it feel, feels a little bit overwhelming as well. That's well put, Kim. I love that empowerment for our community there. It's no silly question. And if when it comes to your health, I think it's always good to ask it. Definitely. All right. Thank you for your time today, Kim. And thanks for teaching us all about what occupational therapists do and how they can help our community. Thank you so much. Lovely speaking with you. 
The music in this podcast has been created and donated by Caitlin Chatwin, an ally of the disability community. Our community is able, has Caitlin's permission to use this piece in, in the podcast. If you, a family member or carer, needs support to be linked in with telehealth meetings with your healthcare provider, you can find assistance at Grampians Community Health by calling our friendly customer engagement team on 53587400. They can then refer you to the SPIDER program to get you confident with using video calls or phone calls to get to your appointments. This could save you on time, cost and travel. Grampians Community Health respectfully acknowledges the traditional custodians of the land in which we live and work. We pay our respect to the elders past, present and emerging. We extend that respect to all Aboriginal people. We acknowledge people with lived experience of intellectual disability and pay our respect to our wider disability community. We also mourn the loss of victims of ableism. If anything in this podcast has upset you, Please look after yourself and don't be afraid to reach out for help. Lifeline are disability friendly and can be reached by texting 0477-131-114 or phone called on 131114. We acknowledge the rights for all people to access good quality healthcare services. We acknowledge family, carers and advocates and we respect the important role they have in supporting people of disability. Grampians Community Health delivers a broad range of healthcare and community services for individuals, families and our community. Our aim is to promote healthy living in the Grampians and Wimra whilst improving the standards of living. We offer the following support services, alcohol and other drugs, carer, family violence, mental health, NDIS and disability, health and wellbeing, older people, youth and social groups. Call us on 53587400 and our friendly customer engagement team will assist you. You can also visit our website which is gch.org.au. Follow us on social media and check out our other podcast, Community is Our Middle Name. Once again, thank you for listening in to our Community is Able podcast and we look forward to you listening in to our next episode. Take care in the meantime. Bye.